Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. All right, welcome back to WBC Central. Uh, this is Sean Spradling, and we have such a cool guest with us today. Um, if you've ever heard of Baseball United, and if you follow me, uh, if you follow me for any amount of time, you've definitely heard of the league. Karan Patel is the first player that has been that has ever been drafted into this league. This is the inaugural year uh, of the league, and he was the very first overall pick by the Mumbai Cobras, uh, and he has joined us today. What's going on, Karan? What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. This is super exciting. I know that the uh, showcase is coming up soon uh, in a couple weeks, so I was really excited to talk to you about uh, about everything. But I wanted to hear about kind of your background first. I know that you're from Houston, um, grew up playing baseball, but you also have a cricket background too. I know that your dad plays cricket uh, and and you grew up playing both. So how did that work when you were growing up? Did you play both equally or is there one that you played more than the other? Uh, when I first started learning the game, I was kind of full-time cricket. I mean, this is when I was younger, probably like two, three years old. And then uh, just going with my dad to the field, the cricket ground and practicing and just doing little kid things. And then he kind of put me in uh, T-ball and so T-ball took over, and then once I came around like the 10, 11 age, I kind of started splitting time. So it kind of turned out to be, all right, Monday through Saturday was baseball, and Sunday was cricket with a couple cricket practices here and there during the week. Wow. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize that you continued to play both uh, as you were a kid. So when was it that you eventually uh, chose baseball, uh, the baseball path over cricket? So I did both until I got to college. Um, so even in high school, it was awesome. mainly baseball and then cricket as well. And then kind of got selected to play for the under 19 USA team uh, two or three times, three times, I think. Um, and so it was like a 50-50, just kept going and then ended up going when I got to college, got selected to represent USA under 19 again um in january of 2016 so my first college season and went up to my coach and was like coach look i got selected to represent the country again our season doesn't start till february i'll be back and he goes <laughs> well no you're gonna have to choose <laughs> either go play that or stay here and represent the university that gave you a scholarship to uh, play baseball so i ended up choosing baseball and so cricket was on the back burner or has been on the back burner since then. I'll play 
like some club games. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard of minor league cricket. So after my season this year, I got back and there was actually like six games left in the season. I actually got picked up by uh, Lone Star Athletics and got to play uh, five games in the minor league season. No way. So even to this day, you're still playing both whenever you can. Yeah, I am. I'm. Uh, it kind of helps me keep in shape. And I've always been told some of my uh, pitching mechanics have really benefited from uh, playing cricket and just having that higher arm slot. So I try to play as much as I can, just being smart about it. Yeah, no, that that definitely makes sense. And that's something I was actually going to ask you later on about, because I know that when it comes to other sports that are that like there are some elements of the sport that translate over from another sport. So, for example, cricket being a bat and ball sport, there's clearly a lot that translate over. But um, for example, like golf, when baseball players have a golf swing, it's definitely pretty different from a baseball swing. Um, yeah. But it sounds like for you, there was a lot of uh, overlap and it actually does translate well from cricket to baseball and vice versa. No, yeah, it does. And I usually like the beginning of my throwing program every off season, I'll try to play a little bit more cricket. So my, obviously my arm is staying in shape. And as it's staying in shape, my arm slot starts to creep back up to where it needs to be. Because usually if I'm just doing baseball, it starts to lower down and I become mm-hmm. less effective. So then I tell myself, why is this happening? And then it comes back to, okay, I'm not practicing or just like doing some drills, bringing my arm back up and that everything starts to roll like it should. Man, that's so cool. Do you, um, you might not have an answer to this and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but does your heart favor one over the other or is your heart split evenly between baseball and cricket? It's pretty even. Honestly, uh, growing up, it was more of I was playing for, it was my dad's love of the game. So I was Mm. good at it. So I was playing kind of for him. And then now as I'm getting older, I can see I'm having more fun with it. Uh, Mm. Just going out there and uh, our club team here has a bunch of pro guys. And it's kind of just kind of like the situation I'm going into here uh, with Baseball United, but just kind of picking their brain, you know, it's not always a bad idea, I guess, to have a backup plan just in case when baseball is done. I know if I seriously work on the cricket side, I should have a chance, you know, trying to at least try to excel in another sport outside of baseball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how much you, uh, you know about my content, but this podcast is literally called WBC Central. So for a long time, it was solely focused on the World Baseball Classic. Um, right. All of the spring and into March uh, for the tournament, um, we just I, I covered like all 20 national teams for the WBC. Oh, wow. um, and I I mean, I was fascinated when I read that you had played for the cricket national team for the U.S. Um, really quickly, how was that yeah. experience representing the U.S. in cricket? It was awesome. It was uh, it was it was different, honestly, because out of the whole country, only fourteen guys get picked. So I know in the WVC, it's kind of the same. You're picking a certain amount of players representing the whole country, but I think being the top fourteen uh, under nineteen players going to represent your country, and we got to play Canada, Bermuda, uh, wow. multiple times, and then the qualifier that was a qualifier, and then the second qualifier I got to miss. The guys played like Scotland and a bunch of the bigger teams that if they would have qualified from that, they would have played the Indias, the Pakistan, Sri Lanka, you know, all the big boys. That would have been wild. How did y'all end up doing in that tournament? 
Uh, they ended up not making it out of the second qualifier, but they they gave a good thought. So, I mean, I think this year's under nineteen team they're actually playing in the World Cup. So, oh no way! That's huge. Yeah, they're in like the India, Afghanistan, Sri Lanka uh, pool. I think maybe one team's <laughs> off, but they're definitely playing India. Some of the kids are on our club team here. And they were talking about it and we were joking around because we actually, um, back in 2014, December, we went to India and toured uh, Gujarat. So mm. we played in a bunch of the cities where my mom is from, like Ahmedabad and uh, places over there. And we got to experience how good those kids are. Like, we think we're good. And then we went over there and we're like, okay, they're better. <laughs> we, have a, we, have a lot, we have a lot to work on. We're going to try to compete and fight with these guys. No, I love that though. Cause then you get the chance to be able to see like what cricket does look like in, in a place that it's been played for decades and decades, just like baseball has been played yeah. here. So like, for example, when you go and watch baseball over there and see the players that are playing baseball over there, they come over here and they might be like, Oh, well that's an established league. They know what they're doing, but we can learn from that. So you get to, you get the opportunity to, to see and, and learn from from players that have been playing for forever. Um, but real quick that you, you mentioned about your mom, uh, I wanted to touch on kind of your background and your history, um, because for those that don't know, Karan was also the first ever player drafted in the MLB draft uh, of Indian heritage. Um, you're Indian American and your parents are from India. So what was what was that like getting the opportunity to be literally the first player ever drafted by an MLB organization of Indian descent? Yeah, honestly, the day of, I had no idea like that was wow. going to be a history making thing. I think it kind of sunk in as the day continued and got the White Sox called in like the fourth round. We're like, hey, we're going to take you in the seventh to turn off your phone. They made me turn off my phone and. You know, as the day progressed, I was working out and my buddy had the the Twitter feeds going for the draft and my name popped off. We're all just yelling and everyone at the gym is just kind of staring at us like, what are y'all yelling about? But <laughs> I think as the days kept coming, it kind of just sank in that, okay, I just made history. Mm. And so, I mean, dad being from Mumbai, mom's from Amdoha, they had no no idea, you know, what baseball was they kind of just put me in it and they saw that I liked it but as my career started progressing I guess my dad had an idea I was going to be the first but he never told me wow man that's wild no it's so cool like to see that not only I mean baseball is growing all around the world like a lot of people in the U.S. talk about how it's it's kind of dead or it's it's not growing a ton and I, I mean there's a case to be made I guess that there are other sports in the U.S. that are, um, I guess, more popular right now. But you go to so many other places in the world, so many other countries, and it's thriving and it's growing and it's so much stronger than ever before. So to see, like, just in the last couple of years, uh, the first Indian American player to ever be drafted. And then a couple of years later, the first Indian player to ever be drafted in the first round with Arjun Namala. Yeah. Like, it's, it's clearly uh, on an upswing. And I can't wait to see what the future of baseball in India looks like. And I think baseball United is going to play a huge part in that. Um, have you, have you had any chance to like talk to Arjun? Have you ever met him or anything? No, I haven't. Um, I actually got to see some snippets of his, I think his Netflix series or whatever that's about yeah. to come out. I think that's going to be exciting to watch. Um, but no, I haven't got to talk to him, but you know, I got to open the doors and now more and more kids are 
op- spreading it more open. Now we're just waiting for the first one to crack it to the big leagues. So that'll be an exciting day for uh, all the Indians around the world. I love it, man. And so your dad grew up playing uh, cricket, and he still plays, I believe, to this day, right? Yeah, he does. He can't let it go. He actually <laughs> uh, played in the USA over 50 Masters Zonal Tournament. So they're basically how the setup is for the youth and for the adults. They're starting for over 40 and over 50-year-old players as well. So he's yeah, he's wild. still on it. He's still performing. <laughs> he's playing with the young dogs, you know. He Back home in club level, he's, he's playing in the premier division, and he's balling. So hats off to him doing it at 52, 53 years old. Let's go. I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's, that's awesome to hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, it's growing. What have you noticed? I'm going to ask on both sides, the cricket side and the baseball side. What have you noticed is like, like how have you seen base uh, uh, cricket grow in the United States from when you were younger to now? And then I'm also going to ask you if you've noticed anything with baseball in India, like how you've seen it grow at all from when you were a kid to now. So on the cricket side, uh, we could start there. Um, when we were playing, when I was growing up in the younger ranks, we only got to compete with the adults. There were no kids' leagues. There was no such thing as indoor training now. Um, we were kind of just thrown in the fire. And that's kind of how we got better and played until you got into that like top 30 prospect and then you kind of played against kids your age. But now they have every age group has their own level in each city and you get to play against kids your age. Yeah. And then once the older clubs feel like you're able to take it on, they bring you into their club that you choose and you kind of progress from there. And then, but you're still playing your youth games and you're playing adult games. So they're kind of double dipping and getting better and better and better, which when I was playing, it was, hey, you're 14, you're playing this USA guy that's 23 years old. Good luck. <laughs> and you're like, okay, here we go. <laughs> let's uh, let's suit up and try to do our best, you know. But I think it has its pros and cons. I, I like being thrown in the fire and kind of trying to get my way out of it. And yeah. I, I kind of like how that helped my career. It's not meant for everybody, but it definitely, mm. it worked for me. And then well, on it the, sounds like, it sounds like when you were growing up, there wasn't really a, 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 de- a system to develop young players. It was like you either play and you have family members that play, or you are from India and you come over here already at that age to play, or you don't. And now it sounds like with the youth levels, you actually get an opportunity to develop starting from the States at a younger age to go through those systems. Yeah, they, they have all the setups possible. The structure, the leagues, the, that wasn't around for us, but the game is growing fast in the States. And in the next five years, they already got Major League Cricket coming. Yeah. Uh, they had their inaugural series this year, and then next year it's going to be even bigger. And they got Minor League Cricket, and USA is getting to host the T20 World Cup. So cricket's getting big and fast here, and it's going to be exciting. That's wild. Yeah. And then what about on the uh, the baseball side in India? I know that you grew up playing both. So what does that look like seeing? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe no baseball at all 
non-existent in India when you were younger to maybe some presence now? Yeah, I mean, growing up, you you rarely heard about it, um, that they were playing there. And then you had the two players that uh, did the million dollar arm challenge, uh, yeah. Dinesh and Rinku, you know, that I think that kind of put the game on the map over there. And now it's growing fast. I mean, mm. you scroll on any kind of social media, I mean, MLB India, they're having leagues for kids. They have fields. It's not like they're playing in some grass and they threw some bases down. They actually have dugouts. They have, you know, home plate, batter's box, mounds. I mean, actual fields. So I think the same way cricket grew here, baseball is going to grow there and give kids another option because, I mean, in 1.4, 1.5 billion people, only 14 get to play um, at the highest level. So I think it'll give kids another option to represent their country, especially with uh, the Olympics bringing baseball back. World Baseball Classic is getting bigger, faster. So I think that hopefully India can do a qualifying and then, you know, some of us get to go go play over there. Me, Arjun, there's a couple guys with the Giants and the A's, hopefully Kumar Rocker. You know, there, there's a bunch of us in the States just waiting for an opportunity to go represent the, the motherland. Dude, I, I cannot wait for that. If, if India gets a chance to enter qualifiers for the WBC and to have a national team, y'all got some dogs, honestly. There's a couple of players <laughs> that are going to be nasty if y'all get to play together. So I'm hoping for that so much. So if, if, the, if India did get into qualifiers, would you want to represent the team? Oh, yeah, I would go. I definitely would go play. I think Pakistan actually has a team. They've had a yeah. team for a couple for a while now, honestly, I think. Um, one of the cricket coaches here used to be a catcher for the national um, baseball team for Pakistan. So huh. I think if baseball can even let us come play in the qualifier, <laughs> <coughs> sorry, um, let us come play in the qualifier, I think that'll be fun and exciting to kind of, you know, go out there and put on some the, our blue colors, blue, orange, and yeah. white with a little green. Man, that would be so much fun. And you know that you have my full support and I'll be doing my part to try to help grow the national team as much as possible uh, up until I know qualifiers are in 2025. So uh, I'm all for it. I'd love that. Um, but yeah, yes. I am too and I'm excited for it. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I wanted to ask also, so for you, I know it, it was a pretty big difference seeing baseball in India now as it was before. I can't even imagine for your parents growing up in India, living their whole life in India, not knowing baseball at all. And to now see their son get drafted by a team in Mumbai, not even in the <laughs> States, but like a baseball team, an actual professional team in India. What was that like for your parents? They were excited. We had no idea where we were, you know, honestly going to end up. Uh, but just being able to represent my dad's hometown is obviously mom's from central, but dad is from Mumbai. We had a bunch of people just from there, a bunch of family, a bunch of big cricketers that my dad knows that actually play for the Indian team. They were, they were going crazy that, uh, that yeah. baseball is coming there and no one had an idea. Uh, and they, they were like, Oh, are you playing in Mumbai? We're like, no, we're playing in Dubai, but it's a three hour flight. So if you guys want to come hop on the plane, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see you there November 24th and November 25th. <laughs> For the two-game showcase. For the showcase. Let's go. Yeah, man. That's going to be awesome. So, I'm going to be there. So, I'll... Uh, Perfect. Yeah. I'll definitely have to link up when I get there. 
Yeah, we will. We will. I think my dad's coming too. So you'll be able to meet him. He'll be out there. I'd love to hear. Yeah, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear from him, like what what this experience has been like, and growing up with cricket all his life, and then to see his son play baseball. I want to see him swing a bat. He can swing it. He can swing it. It's it's surprising because we'll go even to Top Golf, and I have the typical baseball slice. Yeah, and then he'll get up there and just back net, back net, and you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> how, do you, how are you doing that? <laughs> oh man, I love it. Have you seen, um, just from your experience, do you think that bowlers transition to pitchers better and vice versa? Or would you say that batters in cricket to batters in baseball is a better transition or an easier transition? So I think both ways. Um, cricket bowlers will probably transition into better pitchers and baseball hitters will transition better into cricket batters. Yeah. Because nowadays in cricket, they're trying to teach the baseball swing for power hitting. Oh, and really? So, yeah. They, they're trying to teach that horizontal swing. And so when they have these camps and stuff here in Houston, some of the coaches will like call me and like, Hey, can you show us how you're supposed to do this? Or in like fielding, the throwing technique is more like baseball. Yeah. And so they'll have me do some like fielding clinics or throwing clinics, trying to teach the younger kids on um, what's the proper throwing method technique that is going to help them throw the ball harder and further than what they were doing. So when you grew up then, or when you were taught uh, how to swing uh, in cricket, what was the difference then between now, um, now that they are like teaching power? I think when I was playing, it was more of like, Hey, we're not going to full swing. We're going to, we're going to play the ball on the ground. Now that in cricket, the T20 format has gotten so big. Mm -hmm. They're trying to play the aerial route. And that's where the, our baseball slash golfish swing comes, comes into play. Whereas before in like the one day in the test match formats, they're trying to play the ball on the ground for a little bit longer. So more, more kind of like placing it. Placing yeah. It on more the, place yeah. placement style and, now the game's kind of transitioning into placement, but with power and aerial route shots. Man, that's so interesting because I literally just yesterday was on Twitter talking with someone about Japanese baseball swings. Uh, and when it comes to like the history of Japanese baseball, they've for a long time taught like the Ichiro kind of slap hit from the left side to be able to place it on the field. But now this is like, this is kind of the golden generation of Japanese baseball and they have some massive power hitters from the left side. So it's really interesting to kind of see everybody kind of gravitating that way. They, everybody wants power and even in cricket. Yeah. I think it's just more of where the game is going. Strength training is becoming bigger in the sport. Like before in cricket, they weren't lifting heavy or as often or as much. And now they're kind of incorporating this like heavy strength training side that us baseball guys have been doing for a while. And so yeah. that's where that increased power output is coming from. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Well, I don't want to keep you for too long. I've already uh, kept you for <laughs> long enough, but just real quick, I wanted to ask you about Baseball United itself. What was it about Baseball United that made you want to join the league? Yeah, it was more of Cash, Cash, man. Cash, uh, he reached out to me, you know, this is probably last year Yeah. with this dream. And, I mean, the way he talked about it and that it was going to be big, it 
in one year, it has already gotten big, massive. And so Cash really sold me on this. And I told him day one, all right, I'm in. Let's, I want to be a part of this. I want to help take baseball to the Middle East, South Asia. You know, it's where I'm from. Take it back to my roots and kind of give back to an area that doesn't have the game. Man, I love it. And that, I mean, that's exactly why I bought into. I was like, man, this is, I am fully in. I am so bought into what Cash is doing with this because like maybe there's been times in the past that people have wanted to bring baseball to India um, or I guess more so extract from India uh, the talent. Yeah. And now it's like we are, we want baseball there. We want to develop it there in Pakistan, in the UAE and all over that region. And he's doing yeah. it with such a big backing with all that, the owners and everybody's on board. So I'm so excited to see you there. Uh, I know that it's going to be a ton of fun. The showcase is coming up soon. Um, yeah. What are you, what are you most excited for um, with the showcase? I think I'm the most exciting part for me is being able to share the field with some of, some of the guys I've been watching since I was a kid on TV, you know, even at the uh, pre-draft um, stuff we did in Cincinnati. And I just got to like, talk to Didi Gregorius, Pablo Sandoval, Robinson Cano, Bartolo Colon. Like, never did I think I was going to share the field with these guys. And now that legends. you see the legends, and then you see the ownership, and then you have your Marianos, Adrian Beltre, Felix Hernandez. I mean, there's so many names. And it's just like, crazy. if I'm able to pick a little bit of their brain, it'll help me elevate my game to a different level and – it, it'll overall increase the competition of baseball United. Mm. So I think it's full circle, just being able to learn and cherish the moments on the field with all these big name guys. Is there one name that you're most excited to, to meet and play with or against? So when I was seeing in the rosters unfold out in my head, it was, all right, I want to see Bartolo. <laughs> and just, just being able to like, I just want to talk to him and like, and I got to, it was unreal. You, I saw his name and I said, all right, maybe one day I'll see him in Dubai. Yeah. But I actually got to see him in the States and I got to talk to him for three days. And like, you think these guys know zero English. They're fluent in English. And we were having conversations left and right. Might not be about baseball, but it was just about everything. And it, just that itself was like, okay, I'm going to be able to play against him now that, we know that he's on the Karachi team and I'm on Mumbai. So next year, hopefully I get to face off against him. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have a little duel. Let's go. I love duel. it. Let's go. Do you think, I know I, I'm taking a lot of your time, but do you think that the Karachi Mumbai can actually become a rivalry? I know it's a big thing in, in cricket between the countries. Anything India versus Pakistan will be a rivalry. I mean, even here in the U.S., when they have the, India versus Pakistan, like games based off yeah. of where you're from, we're getting thousands and thousands of fans to watch that game just because it's that, that back home rivalry. So I have no doubt that the Karachi versus Mumbai will be a rivalry come next year. Oh man. I'm so excited, dude. I'm so excited for the showcase, but I can't wait to see the four teams um, to be able to play against each other, that rivalry to see you and Bartolo on the field and all the names that are there. I mean, it's one of my favorite part, I think probably about with, with my background of like wanting to baseball to like grow internationally. I love seeing not only players from the U S 
but also players from the Dominican, Puerto Rico, from Venezuela, and then all the way from Japan. And we're going to have prospects from that region like that are actually going to be able to develop from India and from Pakistan. It's so diverse. The ownership is so diverse. And I think that that's going to be their calling card and honest, uh, like ultimately what helps Baseball United succeed long term. So I'm really hoping that you're able to thrive off of that and, and be on the forefront of that as well. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. And I mean, I know we got to wait until next year for the whole tournament to, to unfold. But I think even these next these two games that are coming up is going to be very exciting and it's um it's gonna blow up it's gonna you know baseball united went from all right a couple people knew about it to here the draft is around the corner and you have people all over the country reaching out or yeah i have big leaguers you know hey what is this league like how do i get in (laughs) and i'm like i have no pool guys i'm so sorry here 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 (laughs) is the person you should reach out to and see what they can do for you but just people big leaguers reaching out you know, other in, independent ball guys and baseball players reaching out and showing that this league is growing and it's going to grow fast. I love it, man. I'm so excited for you and your family. It's going to be, it's going to be a ton of fun. Congratulations on it all. Um, where can the fans, the people that listen, follow you? Where can they follow uh, your baseball journey? I know that you played in the Pioneer League for for this year. What what does the next steps look like for you? Uh, for me, we're just kind of kind of looking to see what happens. You know, the MLB season just ended, so probably here in the next month, um, they'll start trying to pick up free agents to get back in that. If not, uh, go play overseas somewhere, maybe in Mexico. We'll see what happens. Just continue playing with uh, knowing that Baseball United is going to be next November. So just kind of keep playing to get stay ready for that. Yep. And where can they find you on socials? Uh, I'm on Instagram at DKP20, uh, same for, uh, Twitter or X, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call both. it. Yeah. Both, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. V T H E K P 20. Awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a blast. Um, we are wishing you all the best uh, and I'll see you in Dubai. I can't wait. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, see you out there. Thank you for having me on here once again.